Hello, and welcome to Rounds with Reliat, the podcast for healthcare professionals. I'm your host, Jesse Saffron. While social media has provided numerous benefits to the healthcare profession, allowing important information to be shared with providers and the public, it also has opened the door to PR nightmares. For example, in recent years, there have been numerous cases of inappropriate social media use by nurses. Some cases have involved unprofessional and even racist comments about patients. And in other cases, nurses have posted pictures and information that result in HIPAA violations. Common sense may help many nurses avoid such pitfalls, but for some social media users, whether they are millennials or baby boomers, there sometimes appears to be a false sense of privacy or the belief that work-related posts will be harmless when the opposite may be the case. Today's guest, Georgia Reiner, says that it may be time to put away the selfie sticks at work. Georgia is a risk specialist for the Nurses Service Organization in the healthcare division of Aon Affinity Insurance Services. The Nurses Service Organization provides professional liability insurance to nurses. Georgia, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Jesse. I'm, I'm happy to be here with you today. Georgia, can you please give our listeners a general sense of the problem as you see it, given the way things have developed over the last few years with some of these inappropriate social media posts? Sure. Um, so I see this issue as, you know, not just involving young nurses. At, at this point, Gen Xers and even baby boomers have caught on to many social media platforms. So I do want to emphasize that a lot of what we'll be talking about today does not solely apply to younger nurses. Right. Um, and so in my opinion, you know, just to take a step back here, there are in general three types or classifications of behaviors that can lead to risk for nurses. Uh, first, you have human error. And this is, you know, we all make mistakes. Uh, these are errors that are free of any intention. They can be inadvertent. And they include things like mixing up lookalike or sound-alike medications or dropping or spilling something. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have reckless behavior. So this is knowingly putting yourself or others at risk. It's an intentional action with a probable outcome, uh, though it may not be an outcome that you desired from the outset. It's a conscious disregard for substantial and really unjustifiable risk. Um, so this is things like disregarding an inaccurate sponge count or relying on the patient's records for transitions of care rather than providing a verbal or written warm handoff at change of shift. But in the middle of human error and reckless behavior, you have at-risk behavior. And this is where I think social media comes into play. It's accepting a known risk for overriding reasons or lack of awareness of the risk involved with your actions. So this can be things like... Um, you know, rolling through a stop sign when you're driving. You know it's not what you're supposed to do, but that doesn't mean we don't occasionally engage in those behaviors. So for nurses specifically, it's like not using a checklist to save time before a procedure or not clarifying a medication order when you have a question because, you know, a patient still needs their medications. Um, so when it comes to social media use, maybe you, a nurse, have posted a couple of times about things that happened at work, 
uh, and you never really saw any consequences for that. So it seems like an acceptable risk, even though in the back of your head, you may be aware that this is a risky behavior. Then over time, you may start to become even more careless, uh, maybe start including selfies of you sitting at the nurse's station or including more details about coworkers or patients. And this is where that at-risk behavior starts to become more reckless and can have very serious consequences for the nurse and their career. Can you provide a couple of examples that you've come across in your work that might show just how serious this issue can be? Sure. And Working in professional liability insurance, we do see some of these cases even with our insured nurses. Uh, so, for example, we had a nurse working at a long-term care facility uh, send a photo of a resident's buttocks to several colleagues um, who then forwarded the photo and posted it online. Uh, one posted it on Facebook, a photo of the, the photo of the patient online saying, uh, this is what we have to deal with on a daily basis here. Uh, eventually, their supervisor was alerted, and the facility began an investigation and alerted the State Board of Nursing. Uh, local media reported on the incident, and law enforcement actually became involved as well to investigate whether uh, sexual exploitation of the resident had been committed. Uh, and then by the end of that day, it had made national news even, and the family was threatening a lawsuit. Uh, so all of the nurses who were involved in that case were fired and subsequently had to appear before their state board of nursing to defend their license. Um, we had another incident where a nurse from North Carolina had someone anonymously send comments from her Facebook page to her manager at her hospital with a note saying, uh, thought you would find it interesting what one of your nurses is saying on Facebook. And the manager was actually able to go through the post that the nurse sent and matched the information in the post to records for patients that were either assigned to the nurse or were patients in her unit uh, while she was on duty. And the manager was also able to determine that some of the posts were made while the nurse was, was actually working. Um, so the nurse was subsequently uh, dismissed from her job and was also investigated by her state board of nursing for unprofessional conduct. Um, and I believe, as you mentioned in your introduction, you see it in the news as well. Um, just this last October, there was a nurse in Missouri, uh, a white nurse, who posted a picture of herself dressed in blackface for Halloween. Uh, the picture went viral. Uh, it was reported in national media, and she wound up being fired and losing her job. Um, all of these nurses had incorrectly assumed that they had a certain degree of anonymity online, and it ultimately had severe impact on their careers. Georgia, speaking of that impact, can you expand a little bit on the ramifications nurses face when they use social media inappropriately? Sure. So when you look at uh, the ways that nurses can get in trouble for posting online, they fall into two categories. First, there is unprofessional behavior, and then there's issues with patient privacy or confidentiality. So to start with unprofessional behavior, examples of those kinds of posts would include posting photos or comments um, about alcohol or drug use, uh, profane or sexually explicit, uh, racist or even racially derogatory comments, uh, negative comments about coworkers and employers, uh, or threatening or harassing comments about others online. These can have serious impacts 
for a nurse's job, their license, and their ability to practice. Uh, the nurse can be terminated by their employer. They can have uh, an investigation opened against their actions uh, by their state board of nursing, which uh, subsequent to an investigation can take actions against the nurse's license, ranging from uh, fines to requiring that the nurse complete a certain amount of continuing education, uh, or they can even revoke or suspend a nurse's license for unprofessional behavior. And then on the other hand, you also have patient privacy or confidentiality issues. Uh, this can be intentional or inadvertent uh, and with inappropriate postings, including patient photos, uh, negative comments about patients, uh, or details that could be used to identify the patient. So in addition to having consequences for a nurse's job and their license, uh, as I just discussed, this can also have legal and regulatory implications as well. Um, and these posts can be discoverable in a court of law, even if they are deleted. So this can lead to legal problems and potential fines as uh, these breaches of patient privacy or confidentiality are HIPAA violations and they can carry uh, a fine of up to $25,000 per violation or uh, even jail time or civil litigation. And all of which obviously can have a negative impact on a nurse's license their career, and their livelihood. To find out more about topics like this one, please go to reliasmedia.com slash podcast, where you can listen to other episodes. There, you also can subscribe to our informative publications, such as Healthcare Risk Management, and obtain CME or CE credit. Georgia, can you talk for a little bit about the liability faced by the hospitals and other facilities where these nurses work? And what can those entities do to protect themselves from legal and regulatory liability? Well, it can certainly have implications for hospitals and other healthcare employers. Um, these inappropriate posts can damage their reputations, whether or not the hospital or the facility is legally liable for the actions that the nurse has taken. Um, so in order to protect themselves, uh, healthcare organizations should consider that, you know, following these incidents, the first questions are going to be, one, did you have a social media policy in place? Uh, two, what did you do to educate your staff about that policy? And three, how did you enforce that policy? Uh, hospitals and other healthcare organizations can protect their reputation and protect themselves from liability by having such policies in place, uh, by educating their staff about those policies, uh, and then also having a reporting structure in place for breaches of those policies. Um, and they also need to demonstrate that they enforce those policies when it is appropriate. So beyond just saying, uh, this is what you can't do online as an employee of this organization, you know, don't do it or, or, or there will be consequences. You have to actually follow through as well with education and enforcement. Can you talk about something you mentioned earlier, which is that sort of false sense of privacy that some nurses may have with their social media posts or the cases where they may think an online post is innocuous and protected by the First Amendment when in reality their employers and state boards of nursing have the right to take action when they find that professional or regulatory standards were violated. Can you expand on that for a little bit? 
Right. And, you know, as you as you mentioned earlier, or as we talked about earlier, um, for millennials and now Gen Z coming up, um, and as, as a millennial myself, I can attest to the fact that our generation literally grew up with access to the internet and social media. Right. Social media is how most of us connect with our friends and family, um, and it's how we choose to express ourselves in many cases. Um, but, you know, and just to iterate here, I'm not an attorney, so so please don't construe what I say as legal advice. I'm, I'm speaking from experience and my professional opinion as someone who works in risk management. Um, but again, I think, you know, as a journalist, Jesse, you can also attest to the fact that while the First Amendment protects our right to free speech, it does not guarantee a right to speech that's free from consequences. So, right. So nurses and other healthcare professionals are held in high regard in our society, as they should be. Um, but with the profession and their license comes a responsibility to act professionally. And, you know, your state board of nursing uh, are not only responsible for issuing nursing licenses, but they are also responsible for protecting the public from unsafe or unprofessional practice. So, um, you know, while you may think that posting online may be innocuous and, you know, you're just like your peers um, who post about work online, um, you have to think about the fact that the Board of Nursing is going to hold you to a high professional standard and they are within their rights to take action against nurses who bespurge the profession through their actions online. Georgia, you talked earlier about the importance of hospitals and other entities having policies in place regarding employees' social media use. Uh, what are some other things that risk managers and healthcare administrators can do to help nurses avoid some of the pitfalls that you're talking about? And do those risk managers and administrators, do they seem to be keeping an eye on this issue? And if not, what do you think they should be doing? I think they are certainly keeping an eye on it. Um, it would be rather unwise not to. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, it's important to have social media policies in place, and it's important to educate your workforce about these policies and then to re-educate them on a regular basis thereafter. Um, however, I think beyond educating, educating your workforce about these policies, uh, it's also important to educate them about the potential consequences uh, from an employment standpoint, but then also from uh, the standpoint that unprofessional social media posts can have a huge impact on their careers, their ability to practice, uh, and their livelihoods even outside of work. Um, I also think that when it comes to social media policies, it's important to consider the uh, the context, the the social cultural context that uh, nurses and really all healthcare providers are living and working in today. Um, as you know, as has been said before, uh, social media is how a lot of people interact with friends and family, and even connect with new people. Um, and it's a way to talk about things that you care about. And for nurses who care tremendously about their patients and their jobs, I think it's easy to see where the impulse comes from 
to post about work. Uh, so for risk managers and administrators, when it comes to drafting social media policies and educating your workforce, um, it's important to not just educate about the lines you can't cross and the consequences of crossing those lines, uh, but to point out how uh, they can post online and still be responsible. So, uh, you know, saying that it's okay to post about your workplace and your coworkers, if it's in a positive light, sharing how uh, you and your coworkers lift each other up and care for your patients, uh, or sharing educational information uh, like safety notices or medical news for your followers is, is also a way to uh, interact positively with the people around you online. It, it isn't realistic to expect people to completely abstain from posting on social media. Uh, so you have to do what you can to help them make better decisions. Georgia, can you talk for a little bit about the work that you do at the Nurses Service Organization? Sure. Uh, so I'm a risk specialist for Nurses Service Organization, uh, Nurses Service Organization, or NSO. Um, NSO helps nurses protect themselves uh, and the important role that they play in patient care by providing affordable malpractice insurance and uh, valuable risk education materials. And as a risk specialist, I'm responsible for creating informative risk management content, uh, including things like self-assessment tools, uh, newsletters, webinars, and claim reports uh, for a variety of, of healthcare professionals, including nurses and nurse practitioners. Uh, and I'm committed to educating nurses on professional liability issues and risk management strategies, uh, not only to help them protect themselves from liability, but to also help them improve patient care. Today, we've been joined by Georgia Reiner, risk specialist for the Nurses Service Organization and the healthcare division of Aon Affinity Insurance Services. Georgia, thank you for being on the show today, and I hope to talk with you again soon. Yes, thank you for having me, Jesse. Hope to talk soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Relias Media, where we empower healthcare providers to improve patient care and outcomes. To find out more about topics like this one, please go to reliasmedia.com slash podcast where you can listen to other episodes. There, you also can subscribe to our informative publications such as Hospital Employee Health and obtain CE credit. 